coming to the show today, but she opted out. We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. Uh, as usual, this is the worst case scenario. I'm your host, the foul mouth jerk, Valio Iglesias, MC Onion, the rap scallion, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. And uh, with me, as usual, Silvery Plath, Alicia Silverstone, Yoni Barrow, Woko Ono, and uh, the man we can't do without, Adam Strange, aka Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, the Vice Count. Dirty finger. Professor excrement. Infidel Castro. Um yeah. Ha- hashtag Datum Strange. Hashtag facts. Um keep bring my mic up a little. Um Yeah, so I guess uh since we've been on such a wonderful hot streak of good news, we'll just start it uh fucking Bill Cosby released from prison, really? Like I mean it's Yeah, I know it's that's that, that's how the world works, is we say Free Britney, mm. and then they let Bill Cosby out. And which, by the They're way, like, it starts with a B. What's the difference? Well, also, by the way, they did not free Britney from her father's oversight clutches. clutches. Yeah, I guess that would be a much they, more accurate term. They will. It's coming. Free I Britney. mean, when is she going to get another hearing on that? Why didn't they just do it now? Well, you see that the conservative, the company that runs the conservatorship, the con- yeah, that yeah, the yeah. father runs it through. I was going to say conservatorship. They, they were just like, we don't want nothing to do with this. We're the fuck out of here. Bye. So like. I don't know if there's going to be a conservatorship in about a week. She's on well, vacation somewhere, and the entire thing is falling apart while she's gone. Every, right, every family because... member involved came out like, it wasn't me, it was them. And it wasn't me, it was them. And the conservatorship was like, you're going to blame us? Bye. We quit. So conserve whatever. There's nothing left to conserve. And they're transferring her shit back to her. Well, this is like uh, maybe at the moment. Unless right, he, right, they find another just, company to take it yeah, over. Yeah, there will be another company. Conservatorship is a... Yeah. It's a legal ruling. Yeah, but a lot Somebody's of them, a lot of them are doing almost shady shit. A lot of the conservatorship. I'm sure I'm all just of gonna them say that a judge made that, that decision. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The one thing that I do know is that judges don't take kindly on you being like, eh, just nah. Just not do that. I mean, this doesn't work like that. Yeah. Well, a company though can can say we don't want to work with that client. But anymore. then they'll have to find another a different company. company. Totally. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying is most of those companies are a little shady and aren't. aren't they're gonna be like, well, you know what? I could do. Not go anywhere near that bullshit. Oh, what you're saying is no, they're that they're going to go. Be one. I can make a lot of money off of this because they do. They yeah. make money off of it too. Totally, but they are making money this now. This is America. I'm just saying, if you're making <laughs> somebody's going to do it. Oh, they will. They will. But if you're making money, and you know, and you can keep making money without exposing yourself, you might. You know. <laughs> well, somebody should have told that to the Trump family, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, but they're not uh, smart people. No, they're definitely not. But uh, I mean, yeah, like I said, we'll get to it later. Uh, but. Uh, the Cosby shit uh, is also extra bugged out because, like, Felicia Rashad gave herself all the smoke. Um, which, like, look, I understand that um, many members, most cast members of the Cosby show in the beginning did st- stand up for him a bunch, except for, as we've noted repeatedly on this show, uh, the lovely, the wonderful Lisa Bonet, clearly the the best of the group. Um, and Raven. Raven, apparently. Was, Raven Simone? Yeah, she was out there being like, fuck it. That is so Raven. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's so Raven. 
I love Raven. She's well awesome. played, madam. That was quick, quick. Um, but like, and I even understand if Felicia Rashad in private wants to even disbelieve, or I mean, it it really befuddles the imagination that you could. But um, or even just wants to like support her friend on the low. I mean, that's some greasy shit. But. When she tweets about a miscarriage of justice, and it's like, no, they just, all they did was say that his confession, his written confession of doing it, uh, was was <clears throat> used illegally and is should really be inadmissible. So, like, no one said he didn't do it. They're just saying that document is inadmissible. And you would just think that, like, you know, in addition to, like, being a current actress on television still, I only just found out that she's also uh, the dean of, like, no, I know the some school of the arts I know or... There's a school somewhere like that... Performance or that something at Howard. Howard. ...to disagree with her. Like, some whatever school she works for... Put his, his yeah, Howard University. Like, we do not agree with that. That is a really esteemed university. Oh, yeah. And she's the dean of one of their, like, arts or performance... Uh, well, I don't programs. understand how you make the <coughs> statement that she made, and then as soon as there was the the, the expected backlash to mm -hmm. that, she then said that she stands in solidarity with the victims. Mm -hmm. Like, well, it can't be both. It can't be a miscarriage of justice, and there still be victims. Right, because I mean, if, if it's a miscarriage of justice, there are no victims. Right. And so, like, Unless you can't... she's standing up for the, the reason he got out. You know, like, she's like, you know, rape is wrong, but... So you know, so is breaking a legally binding contract, like saying like they're you know, I, it's stupid and she has no point. I think a lot of the Cosby cast though, their biggest concern is that this destroyed their their Residuals. financial their royal security. They right. all had like remember what's his name who was working at um Trader oh, Joe's? Yeah, yeah, the one who played uh, the, the the husband, the oldest daughter's husband. Yeah, was like and everybody work shamed him for working at Trader Joe's, and then later came out that he was like, "Well, I used to get these checks Elvin. every month." Elvin, yeah. Ooh, and good then pull, and my checks went from being about two thousand dollars to being about twenty cents, and then they stopped coming. And he's like, "So I had to go get a job." And then what's his name? Um, I feel you, Elvin, because when Medea gave him music a job. went to streaming, it's my my checks went to ass too. <laughs> Like when people said to from. stop buying off iTunes and could just listen and give me point zero eight cents per stream. Yep, I went, I went from forty cents on a check to point zero zero four. I mean, I went that from was me three to nine hundred per check to thirty dollars per check, which still at point zero eight cents per stream, I'm like, wow, how did I make thirty dollars this month? <laughs> Can't live off it, but wow. Um, so yeah, no, like. I don't think, though, that uh, Felicia Rashad falls into the same category as Elvin. Because, like I said, she's one of the deans at Howard. Uh, I don't know how much that pays, but it's definitely more than Trader Joe's. Uh, and also, uh, she's she's on, I don't know which TV, but she's on a network program right now. Is it is it racist that I was about to ask if she, um, I was like, wait, didn't she get kicked off of that show like halfway through and they replaced her? No, and my could, brain was like, "That's that's Fresh Prince." That dude. is Fresh Prince. Oh, and not speaking only that, of, give them, tell them the OG Aunt Viv. OG Aunt Viv, original dark skin Aunt Viv, the better Aunt Viv. The, yeah, the definitely way better Aunt Viv. Um, immediately was the first person to give Felicia Rashad the smoke after she tweeted that nice. and went off on this whole thing about it, um, which was eloquent. And then she followed up with more and more um, eloquent. And then she said. 
get the umbrella, Felicia, because here comes the shit shower. Uh, yeah, not even the shit storm. I was like, wow, you went with shit Wasn't it shower. shit shower? You know, it, I think it was. I think you're right. I think you're right because I just remember being like, oh, I was expecting shit storm and she went with shit shower. I, f- so. I think it was because I had like a visual. Even yeah, though yeah, she said was. umbrella, like I went to the shower in my head. Mickey Rourke, you hear about his tweet this week? Um, no. He put this shit out saying that. He's like, yo, great work, Cosby. <laughs> Fifteen years ago or so, he had a girlfriend who was a model. Mm-hmm. Okay, When she first started modeling and was getting into acting, she somehow ended up meeting Bill Cosby, getting invited to his house, supposed to be there with him and his wife. Wife wasn't there. And Rourke, like, it, it, it's... His uh, wife, it's, Camille. It's really long, this thing. He, like, tells this really long story. It's on Twitter with, like, 13 different tweets of, like, 1 through 10. And it's about how, like... She basically got raped by Bill Cosby the same way everybody else does. You know, she didn't want to drink a she wine, got, but drugged. he wanted her to toast because he was going to give her a part in one of his shows that he was making. Mm-hmm. And then she felt sick, fell down, he raped her. And she was like, with Bill, dating Mickey, Mickey Rourke years later mm-hmm. and just started crying one day and eventually told him what was going on. And so Mickey Rourke was just like, fuck Bill Cosby. And like, so my goal at this time, he's, he's like, now he was totally washed and- up. The wrestler hadn't come out yet. So he was so like this nobody. is like and he between went on a, his his boxing career and yes. the wrestler. And so he Four basically like City. would go anywhere he could that Bill Cosby was just to yell fuck you across the room. But he's like, so I saw being invited to places about, you know, about three or four attempts into this. And I was never able to get anywhere near Bill Cosby. But he knew I knew. And this whole mm-hmm. thing of like. Did he say her name in no. his tweets? No. He just sort of alluded to yeah. someone. I mean, that's pretty intense as she, well. She didn't want to go public about it. But it was weird for him to be going that's public That's what I mean. So, like, yeah. if she chose not to, but he did it, and everyone that knows him probably knows exactly who he's talking about, like, that's also a strange and, violation and, as well. And you know? her like, as well. Like, like people that know her, like, didn't she used to date Mickey Rourke? Yeah. Exactly. Are you, that's are you what I mean. Like, the one he's talking about people right now? People know. Model, but I'm guessing Mickey Rourke probably dated more. A lot of fucking models, dude. Like, just before he uh, destroyed his own looks, um, he was considered the totally. I was like wild orchid, nine and a half weeks. I was all over that shit as like a preteen. Yeah, like people were referring to him as the next Marlon Brando, which maybe early he could have been up until about like '88 or so. Because of those epic works of Wild Orchid and Nine and a Half Weeks. That uh, <laughs> Year of the Dragon, Pope of Greenwich Village, Angel Heart. Like, I he tease. had some good shit, I man. Tease. He um, did. No, no, I, no, he also had some absolute Speaking of absolute Lisa Bonet. Yes, yeah, seriously. Um, but, you know, like, she, as we've talked about, like, she said when the stuff was first coming out, they were like, and, and this is something I'd like to add uh, to my previous, an addendum. To the thing about the staff of the or cast of the Cosby Show is like a lot of them, most of them, were kids. So it's entirely possible that they didn't know anything about that. Uh, and even Lisa Bonet, who was the eldest of them, uh, when they asked her, because you know Wasn't she Sandra older than. than well, wait, is Sandra who married Elvin? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you're right. But, uh, okay, but she is up there. Lisa Bonet is one of the eldest cast members. Um, and ends up leaving the show because she made Angel Heart and fucking, you know, Cosby disapproved and had her wait, thrown off. Wasn't Mickey Rourke and Angel Heart? That's what we're just talking about. Yeah. I didn't, make, I, I didn't make the connection. To, I, about I just that. made it a second. No, I know, but <laughs> I mean, We just brought it all for first order. <laughs> yeah, but I forgot about. But we, we didn't make the connection that Cosby was pissed at that movie when it happened. And mm-hmm. that, I didn't think about that, too. That, yeah. But at the and time, though, that... Wild. That would be before and I Ma- you, Mickey Rourke. So Mickey Rourke already had beef with Cosby. Yeah, and you know that, that Cosby probably 
was like going around like calling studio heads and being like, don't you fucking put that movie out. Right, right. It's going to destroy no, no, my no. show and I'm number one. Right, but this Huxtables. Right, but this this timeline. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, he but, fired her. From, I knew yeah, that, but I didn't think he would call around. Like I thought he was still trying to portray himself in one light in the industry and be doing things, you know. I could see him like tr- so many a man does. I could see him trying to blacklist her career afterwards. In the industry, I could see him saying when she, when she's quitting or when she's he's firing her, like you'll never work in this town again. Um. Well, whether he did that to now her, take a pudding pop. What I'm saying about the Mickey Rourke thing <laughs> is that in the timeline that you're describing. Mickey Work would not have been dating this model or have known about the rape yet because no, it was much later. Because Angel Heart happens really at the height of Mickey right, Work's so career. Right, so he already has the beef with him. Prior you're saying to Bill Cosby already dislikes Mickey Work, so you're saying he possibly disliked dated. him doing that to Lisa Bonet. So this is you're saying it's a pre-standing beef. Yeah, Do you right? think? Don't you wait, think? are you suggesting then that Bill Cosby set out to rape? Mickey Rourke's model girlfriend as some form of vengeance yeah. against Mickey Rourke. It was no, years he previous. dated her later. Yeah, it was much. He later. wasn't dating her at right, the time but that it happened. Right, but if they have this beef that goes all the way back to Angel Heart, you see yeah, what I'm but you're still putting it out of order there, babe. No, yeah. I'm not. You're saying because she was with you, with Cosby rapes her. Ten, about five to seven years later, she starts dating Mickey Rourke. So you're saying right. Cosby would have known that oh, Mickey Rourke oh, was going to meet he, this girl. Okay, in you're the right. I did. I did. <laughs> But maybe, you know... Just a coincidence, That I kind think, of move. A horrible... Um, it's all right. Time doesn't exist. But what, uh, but what I was going to say was that um, Lisa Bonet, when asked about Bill Cosby, they're like, well, did you know about all these? Because they called it an open secret, and she was like, no, I was just a teenager, essentially, and obviously I'm not even paraphrasing it, but the general vibe was like, she was like, no, I was just a teenager, but honestly, it was just, it was just a vibe I got from him. Like, he was way too overly concerned with other people's morality and other people's like the sex lives of young women and like what it represented like things of that how nature, these, you know how I mean? baggy these pants were god damn it yeah i mean that's really you know that what really bothered him him just trying to be uh the, the morality police really is how this all ends up coming to bite him in the oh, ass because yeah. that's how the hannibal burr yeah i can say 100 percent. it was honestly bitching about baggy pants in a weird way and language Right, well, and also just blaming... Like, Motherfucker, you a rapist. Uh, yeah, well, also just blaming other black people's stations in life for like, oh, it's because you wear baggy pants, you curse too much, you didn't have a dad in the house, and it's like, fuck you, dude. Oh, so it's evil, not about redlining, racism, police brutality, or, you know, any of the other myriad fucking reasons. Um, but yeah, it'd be, if he didn't want to be the fucking morality police... Maybe he doesn't get here, but you know, fuck, man. He again, he got fucking released, and apparently, the judge who released him m- made it so that he can't be tried again. Um, I don't know what that entails, but because it's double jeopardy. Well, for that case, <clears throat> right? But I think all In the rest of them, I think all the rest of them had run their statute of limitations. Um, I know there's a plethora of civil cases against him, and that so far they've all won. So like, a lot of those women have found a way to come after his money at least. Because I know he has right. a settlement with the woman that this is with, like the one that whatever. Like that case that the the previous case that his testimony came from ended with her getting many millions of dollars from him. You know, like well, it's some kind of vindication, like at least ten no. million, which means very... he fucking did it. Well, no, I mean, we know he did it because he confessed to the whole shit. Yeah. Um, 
it's just this like constant conundrum of like not believing in the criminal injustice system but then also not being okay if that's all we have to work with to to validate the people that these things happen to to present consequences it's not the system that i believe in and yet when it does something like this i still feel like no fuck that he should still be there even though you know what i'm saying it's like always this paradox in my mind when these things happen yeah i mean at least i mean i know it's not the same because he still has money in a big fancy house but his life is pretty much fucked at this point like he's not gonna I don't. I don't think. He, I don't think he feels that. I, I don't think he feels I, that I at all. Because he here's has the thing: granddaughters that won't come to his fucking house right now. That's what maybe, I think. but I think he has granddaughters that are like, "I'm not going to that fucking guy's house." I, well, all right. Well, here, yeah, here's. Some, but here's what I read. Are like, I'm gonna act nice till he dies for his money. Uh, here's here's what I've read. Though. The book. Number one, as I've said many times on this show, like I don't think he thinks he's lying. I think that he's yeah. completely indignant becomes because he comes from an era where a it legally wasn't rape and then even when it was people like him didn't get prosecuted for that kind of shit and so he believes that he's not guilty he believes he's a persecuted person and that's why when he went to prison and uh you know he just made a lot of statements about how he's gonna help hold his head high and never uh confess to anything even though you did already confess you just didn't think you could be prosecuted even in his confession though he says Yes, I gave them pills. Yes, we were intimate. Yes, it was consensual. consensual. Right. And every woman that, that could remember him talking remembers him saying, just be cool. You're going to like this. You're going to enjoy this. So in his mind, he thinks they like it. Right. That's he, what I'm saying. He like, honestly, to this day, was like, I was pleasuring them. Yeah. No, and he's... That's, that's why someone should shoot his ass when he comes out of his house one day in the fucking forehead in front of about 500 cameras. Well, that would be the best thing possible. Like, I would... I don't like murder, but if I saw Bill Cosby comes out to talk, pop, he just falls oh, out. Well, like, awesome. I don't I find that great. to be a realistic like, yeah, possibility. Yeah, you just took but, my uh, paradox to the next level. Next well, I, level. I'm just saying, I don't see why that doesn't happen more. Because <laughs> America, like, people shoot each other all the time, but you never see, like, a true dick getting shot. It's always, like, a random motherfucker at a gas station or something. But people have these guns, and they are very angry, but they don't shoot each other. Yeah, and I mean, I would Unless say that 90% of the people who either become delusional from some kind of mental illness or whatever other fucked up motivations people have for like mass shootings or random assassinations whatever usually manifests itself in a more of a right wing kind of way less of a like crusader for social justice kind of way and holding caulfield is somehow always involved yeah no that's that's frequent um but the other thing i was going to say about uh cosby's views on himself like i don't think he is entirely attached to the general or like in touch with the general public opinion because uh he, a anyone who's that rich and powerful has a lot of sycophants like even in prison my understanding was there was a lot of sycophants where like people trying to make his time as easy as possible and then in addition when he came out obviously he was surrounded by those hangers on and uh you know just congratulating him and all that shit but um apparently the very next day he was on the phone talking to different venue promoters about his big comedy comeback and like his big comedy comeback yeah yeah like he thinks he's going to start doing stand up again which is which is weird for multiple reasons the the rape stuff obviously but like 
when his, his biggest defense during the trial was that stand i mean maybe i just didn't know he was been doing stand up all this time but like I no, mean, he hasn't he, done about anything a, funny in a long time. A decade ago or more, he had like a whole like, Bill Cosby's back and he's kind of blue. And then right then it came out that he had like a secret daughter somewhere. And uh, then and then the tour stopped and he was it, gone. Is it a product of I don't know. Sex crime? I don't know. I don't. It wasn't I mean, details. secret daughters aren't really enough to take you down. No, I mean, no. I think a well, lot of him, dudes have secret daughters. With him, lot. it's enough to slow it down for a second at that time. Because at that time, he was still, he wasn't known as the rapist yet. Like, that had started creeping out a little bit, but not for real. Like, we only knew that there was a case that he had settled out of court, you know. And nobody knew the details of it really big. Right, but here's the thing. Or no, no, no. Okay, it. so legally Same. and of our generation, sure. But a big part of OG Aunt Viv's clapback on Felicia Rashad, because they were all actors in the industry of that time, uh, Aunt Viv says, she was like, yo, we all knew that he was doing this shit. And so I know that you knew. And you know what I mean? Because like Aunt Viv wasn't on the Cosby show, but they are all in the TV acting yep. circles. And she basically, Same I forget network. what her wording was, but she was like, yo, I knew two people personally who it happened to. So like, I know that you knew. And so like, that was kind of what I was uh, getting at before when I got sidetracked was that like, I can get that any of the child actors on that show wouldn't know something like that. Because who's going to share that with them? You know what I mean? But... If Aunt Viv is like, yo, I'm way farther from the situation than you, and I knew it, then I can't believe that Felicia Rashad wasn't hearing those things in real time. It, that would, or at least it would be very hard for me to believe that. And then again, she expressed the solidarity with the victims. Oh, wait, so. that's right. She is in solidarity. I'm sorry. But so then she's not <laughs> claiming that she didn't know to some extent. It's like this odd sort of offhanded, you know, comment of support. And it's then a non-apology. she gets real confused mm -hmm. you know it seems like or you know she doesn't clarify what is it then if you're both saying this was a miscarriage of justice and you're so happy for him and celebrating his release but then trying to stand in solidarity with them like you lost me no she's only trying to save uh her in career. my opinion her her career and and on tv and at howard because even howard like you said earlier came out and we're like yeah that's a bunch of fuck now like, we're not... <laughs> Howard University does not stand by that statement. I did not know she was a dean at Howard University. I only learned because after we had read about the initial comments that she made, I went and looked more into it and found out that she was uh, a dean of one department or the other at Howard. Um, I I don't think that... Like, nothing that was reported um, said that she uh, lost her that position or anything or that she lost uh any position at, at the tv shows which is only bugged out like because like the tv thing is one thing the student thing like people lose those jobs for way more benign shit or less harmful shit i should say um but as a dean at a college at any college is a place where rape and sexual assaults tend to be prevalent and how they're dealt with tend to raise a lot of issues and problems um so having a dean of a department of a college openly supporting a convicted yet overturned rapist like on like loudly on twitter i feel like that might be a like 
might have to lose that job. Not even on some on some quote unquote cancel culture shit, but just like are students really gonna feel comfortable reporting shit when you're like, oh, but the the dean of there's, this department supports. But again, like you said, I mean, on college campuses, like it's so prevalent. I mean, what what tenure? What happens to any of these? You got a contract kids that get convicted of raping on college campuses. Is, I mean, it's just rare that there's consequences. Well, you know about that, that. right? But I'm saying the that white chauvinist guy. <laughs> even if um, Richard something, the white chauvinist guy is like some college in Washington or something that. They can't fire him because he has tenure, but he keeps putting out books about how hard it is to be a white man in America, and he's like the Proud Boys. <laughs> about, he's the Proud Boys, like, guru or whatever. I forget his name. There's like a bunch of documentaries about him. He's a douche. He puts out a bunch of books about how You're hard. not talking about Jordan Peterson, though. He's a Canadian professor. It could be him. I think it is. I might, he's I'm, Canadian. Might him, but, but uh, yeah. But he they got Proud Boys He can't get there? fired. Because of his tenure. Anywhere there's white people, they're pretty proud. No, I know there's, there's one a bunch Chapel of white Hill. supremacists everywhere. I, I meant literally the Proud Boys. There with was the some Hawaiian teacher at, at Chapel Hill yes. that was going off about how great the police are during All Lives Matter or Black Lives Matter, and he kept saying All Lives Matter, and he didn't get fired because tenure. Even though the college wanted to fire right, him, they but couldn't. I don't, I don't know that Felicia was shot as tenure. But they stopped giving him classes because of that, so now he just hangs out at the college with no classes. Also, babe, ho, uh, Hawaiian shirts are Boogaloo Boys. Not oh, pr- not my bad. Boys. You're right. I knew that yeah. as I was saying it because I was like, wait, what's but, the other word? I couldn't remember of, Boogaloo. Many of them They're are They're the Pedro together. the Frog or whatever. Pepe the Frog. What well, was the frog? I think all, I think all of them use they, Pepe they the Frog. They all do that. Oh, they all do? It's just a generally See? racist meme. It's like but the, just Hawaiian um, shirts are just Boogaloos? Bugaloos? Yeah, yeah. But they're, uh, most, but they're mostly <laughs> also Proud stupid. Boys. It's also... N- no. They, they, they cross over a lot. Boog- they, like, Proud Boys was an organization that someone formed with, with leadership and forms put in to be an organization. And Boogaloo guys were like some dudes on the internet that decided to call themselves something and wear shirts. Right, but... Okay. Uh, but the... But Boogaloos, generally speaking, are more stooges for white supremacist movements and have a lot more of a confused agenda. So they're generally not Proud Boys who are pretty explicitly racist, misogynist, and have a very um, specific agenda. Whereas uh, the reason that they wear uh, Hawaiian shirts is another internet joke. Like, you know, the reason, like the Boogaloo in their terminology is the second civil war and you know like so the joke is civil war two electric boogaloo like the breaking movie but um which then that making a pun uh referring to they start calling that the boogaloo and other jokes expanded to the big luau and that's why they wear hawaiian shirts because the second civil war is the boogaloo which is the big luau but that is a big, I'd say any internet culture thing now mm-hmm. will go from like a couple joke memes, yeah. like one bad joke about something. Like mm-hmm. everybody going, you know, betting on AMC right now in that little stock world are called, they're called apes because of a meme of Planet of the Apes. There was like a Planet of the Apes meme. That That's got to be racist, right? Saying something and then they all became apes. No. That's the thing is like, it's, it's racist. It's also, it's a weird thing, but it's also racist to say that and be like, you know, we call ourselves monkeys. It's racist. Be like, why? What are you saying? Well, because for uh, time immemorial. No, I know. I know. I'm saying, but bringing it up is another. Is say, it's a thing. If like, if there's a bunch of white and black guys together hanging out and saying we're the apes, somebody's like, y'all are being racist. They're like, wait, we weren't talking about race. Why are you being racist? Because that that is you know, that's that's their argument at the moment because it comes up. In the yeah, but I mean, and I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that those people have anything to do with racism, but it's a classic trope. Like, oh yeah. Like, Trump used it a lot, but by far did not invent the idea of, like, you calling me racist is racist against white people. But also, Republicans are always, like, 
why is it racist that I called that black guy a monkey? Yeah. Like, that's a normal, like, fucking Roseanne. The reason Roseanne's not on TV anymore. Which yeah. She cost that lady was a monkey. But also, you know? it's not just some fucking, like, trope of a joke or a meme. It literally goes all the way back to, like, eugenics and phrenology and, like, science, actually. And uh, they can't hear my finger quotes. Off, uh, <laughs> Air quotes. <laughs> um, facial recognition. Their quote, unquote, um... Science uh, had always been tried to use to prove race and that uh, black people were further down the evolutionary scale than white people and were closer to being apes. And that's where that whole thing comes from. So it's not just like it's a joke or an Internet meme or something that even started in the 20th century. That shit goes back. To the 1800s well, that's, that's what and I mean, before, but, but when there and, is a meme, very, very real damage was done by that. But when there is a meme and it mentions something, then it, it's going to immediately get brought to that. You know, and that's what I'm saying. It wasn't even like that's what's same with the boogaloo. It's like these people weren't going to call themselves apes. They didn't plan to. There was a meme, and somehow that they stuck it to them. Right. I mean, Pepe the Frog didn't even start off as and, a racist. No, and cartoon. the creator of it hates that. Like he yeah. doesn't do him anymore. He doesn't even draw his creation anymore because when he also tried them. to like. Go through. I haven't watched the documentary, but there's a documentary about yeah. him like trying to go through legal shit to make people stop using it as a now. Do you know the as proud, a racist? Proud meme. Boys are done pretty much. Like Proud Boy leadership came out and was like, "Okay, now that we are pretty much listed as a terrorist organization, if you ever wish to run for public office, run the fuck away from us right now. Erase any mention of us from your name and leave. We're over. We're done." Enrique, whatever his name is, the the snitch for the FBI that was yeah, the snitching FBI snitch on the Proud was Boys the whole their time. Leader. He's out there too, being like, "Look." We can't run for public office now. You gotta well, stop. Right, but was, and was that's he, to me than anything. Wait, was he snitching on them though? Because yep. has yes. that come out? That's a fact. Yeah, and then guess that's that's all he had. He was an FBI informant, and he only hung out with Proud Boys. No, right, but he was an FBI informant way before yeah. the Proud Boys. No, yeah, and he continued to be one when he only hung out with them. He, he no, he did. He, he definitely right. But I believe my understanding was that he told them that he had a previous history of snitching for the FBI, and that they were cool with it because they're ostensibly. And again, all of these right wing nutbags use some really circular logic because they're, you know, they're all those like Blue Lives Matter. Thin blue line flags pretend to be super law enforcement. Uh, they're backers right now, but then you know at the Capitol assault, they're beating cops sometimes to death. And then also, these are the same type of groups that believe in the whole sovereign sovereign citizenship, uh, which sovereign citizens are the group responsible for more police murders than anyone uh, in America in the last like twenty thirty. They're coming years. at the conservatives right now are going after the fucking army. Mm -hmm. They're attacking our troops. Matt Gates is too. For being yeah. too woke. And uh -huh. that fucking, what's his name? The guy that I've liked since the beginning, Millie. Oh, yeah, General Millie, Millie, Millie. yeah. That dude's dope. Is he a speech about critical race theory? With two, two, with Matt Gates looking at him. Yeah, and be, that, the looks yeah. back and forth, because he was like, some people will, you know, will accuse my, the army of being too woke. Yeah. But personally, I would like to research everything. If yeah. there's a book, we will read it because we are an intelligent army. And intelligent people will always read every bit of documentation they can on any topic. And right. call no, us he... woke and then Gates like <sighs> made a look. And I'd be like, Billy should have stopped. And be like, Hold on. Did you fucking serve? Yeah. Did you fucking serve? And then he should have got up and beat his ass. Right. right but, you know, they, they don't all have... of America would have cheered. They don't have an actual ideology, though, and that's and how know. you know. That's why, like, 
Proud Boys will wear a fucking, you know, thin blue line flag T-shirt and then and then beat cops on the Capitol steps. You know, it's the same thing with Matt Gates. Like law enforcement, the military, all of these people are really just um, props props for uh to stir up other people's outrage to act like they have some kind of ideology that they don't have yeah absolutely um but it's the right-wing version of virtue signaling which is kind of a a bugged out stance that's that's the that's all they have though i mean the entirety of it is saying i'm more christian than other people that's virtue signaling bringing up jesus in public is fucking virtue signaling you pray to God. You don't pray in fucking public unless you're virtue signaling. The only reason to pray in public is to show people how, how good you are, you how are. great yeah. you are. Yeah. It's it's only narcissism. Well, no, they like they they fight to get abortion overruled while they have, you know, get multiple ab- paper abortions. Ab- abortions on the books or like But it's like what Bill Cosby was saying about the baggy pants, you know? You're not supposed to do it in public. Yeah, I guess that's, that's fair. That's the whole thing. Of that. But it was also, I loved uh, General Milley's speech because he brought up the thing. He was like, he's like, I've read uh, all the writings of Chairman Mao. It doesn't make me a communist. Like, I study whether that's like studying my enemy or understanding uh, a different point of view. Like, his whole thing is uh, that I think it was rage. the FBI. Right. FBI put out that the biggest danger internally to the country is white supremacist terrorism domestically. And that he's like, if you don't study critical race theory then you would never understand how to deal with that and he's like that's what i do i deal with threat and really the only that's the thing too like critical race theory is is almost kind of being taught in military academies that's pretty much it it, right most places it should be and most places don't teach it like even right now like majority of colleges do not teach critical race theory right. it's kind of a newer idea it hasn't actually trickled down to like textbooks yet i mean it's not so much a new idea they, they'll it's, talk it's about newly it newly becoming and, more widespread and the things they've been talking about in like just now where i'm from mm-hmm. in, in virginia the actual like the, the school district i went to mm-hmm. just had a riot about a month ago because first off there was a pe teacher who wouldn't call he, he kept misgendering a person he wouldn't call them by the gender they would like to be assigned to and he kept saying it's his right because as a pe teacher he separates them into two locker rooms, not three. So it's his right. So they got he got fired and then brought back on. And because of that, a thousand idiots came to the school board meeting to scream about, you know, how their rights were being trampled on because they're bigots and so they should be allowed to be bigots. And then they started freaking out like, why are you teaching critical race theory and screaming? And the school district the entire time was like, we never have and we don't. We don't, and we never have. To a thousand people screaming to stop doing something that they're not doing and never have. Right, but that's the that's like you know and that's the it, new thing of like it's stop the, doing that. We, it's we don't. not any different Aww. than uh, the ch- the chick who uh, was it the old lady who screamed something like "Get your socialist hands off my Medicare" yeah. or whatever. You're like, well, me- Medicare is a socialist program. Well, these, these socialist <laughs> communist Democrats. That's my favorite. Yeah, we're like really? the socialist Democrat, the socialist fucking communist. Yeah, you know, you know the uh, totally different things. Well, and also like when they uh, call people like socialists and fascists, like completely dynamically opposed political ideologies. No, but they can be. They they can merge. And no, you, and you no, can't have like no. the Nazis. Yeah, they call no, no no. They call themselves national socialists in in Orwellian sense. Yeah. Uh, they are not in any way socialist. No, and socialism like, is literally the dynamic 
hotly opposed yeah. stance to fascism. Yes, but if you were to call, like, if there was a racist that took over America, mm -hmm. okay, and killed if, all, and, 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 they, and they could say, <laughs> okay, everyone that's white gets free money from now on. That would almost be socialism. I mean, you could be just describe it as <laughs> racially picking socialism, right, but, and like but, there's but another fascism word for it. isn't by its no. nature necessarily racist. It, but it is <coughs> like its main enemy is socialism. Yes, socialism. Well, the because idea of killing while, the invalids. Right, but while there is um, uh, a lot of different ways that fascism can be instituted like all all the fascist states that have existed in the world uh have been a little different yeah. uh from each other yeah. but the things that they have in common are a obviously um a strongman dictatorship and a um pretty much like a merging of uh the corporate state with the government and the government is kind of in charge of all times it's like you know the whole uberalis thing mm -hmm. it's like this country overall so they take over industry but at the same time give preference to industry over the individual mm -hmm. you know what i mean and so that by its very nature is dynamically opposed to what socialism is yeah um so you can't really and that's why honestly america has backed a lot more social i mean a lot more fascist governments than it has uh socialist and also there's been times where america went pretty close to going directly fascist itself yeah. you know um and i don't want to sound like i'm super fucking educated on the fucking subject but i do just know that the main kind of rallying point for most fascist governments has been we gotta get these fucking socialists out of here yeah. you know and communists and yeah, yeah. i mean yeah Same. i think that they feel like those are super closely related which you know pretty much they are they're both left-wing so is there ideologies but think of that like is there a name for it what would almost be like it's not even racial socialism but if you were to like pick one part of your population and be like we'll let them have everything for free but not everybody else i mean i think that's called america but um it's not quite that bad but uh i mean i, I just believe that that's really just nationalism at its core i think but again i'm not super book learned about the whole shit um well like this like the idea of white people in alabama that get food stamps that are complaining about people living off of food stamps in absolutely. other states no it's when those new york taxes actually pay for your alabama food stamps right. i know as we know it's like poor white people in the red states benefiting the most off of social programs whether that's food stamps or whatever else um and in voting against that own their own self interest and and hating on you know it it and it is yes it's it's the major metropolitan areas <clears throat> which are almost across the board blue that pay for all those mm -hmm. so um but speaking of paying for shit before uh it gets too late can we get into um the ass fucking that looks like is about to happen to the Trump organization Absolutely. I love yeah. ass fucking, but I did want to say first, Felicia Rashad just got that job last month. Oh, the Howard University job? Yeah, May And then immediately just... But that, so that's why, I mean, that's why we didn't know that she was a, you know, dean you, you of know, And you know that um, since that happened like midweek, like before a holiday, mm -hmm. she might get fired next Tuesday. We don't they know. Could. She might could not. Happen. She might not. But I doubt it. Just, it. Like, it was pretty, it would be too quick for her to get fired by like Thursday. And then by Friday, people were already taking half days. You know. I don't think they'll do that. But anyways, move on to the ass fucking. 
Um, no, but good, good midstream yeah, research, research there. That was pretty good. Fact check. DD. Um, so, uh, yeah, okay. So I think it's uh, 15 counts for the CFO Weisselberg. I believe all felony counts, which is, yeah. that's a big stack. Um, and then 10 felony counts for the organization as a whole. Um, but what I would. That is a lot of ass fucking. That's uh, 10 holes? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, what, what, all right. Don't like it, but gotta respect it. Uh, Weisselberg not flipping? I found that surprising. Well, I mean, yet. It's the yet. I'm yeah, just for say, sure. Exactly. It was it was Thursday. He got yeah. charged Thursday, so there's been one business day that, like I just said, was a half day for yeah. a lot of people. <laughs> when I got to work on Friday, there were no motherfucking cars in that parking lot, and I was like, "Oh, nice half day." Mm-hmm. Go in, and they're like, "Oh, not for you, oh. not for you, sir. You you stay here. You're we're, the your department. Bird. We're all still here, but." Everybody else took a half day, and I'm still salty, as you can tell by how I keep bringing Absolutely. it up. Absolutely, and, and that's um, what I, I think that he might he he hasn't had it fully explained to him yet what's going to happen. No, and what no, the, his no, options no, no, no. are. Right. I mean, that and his daughter has already flipped. I don't right. Well, she didn't flip. She, she was talked. never charged with anything. No, she, she, she spilled the beans. She just ratted openly, which was dope. Like I liked it. Did she rat or did she whistle blow? Oh, uh, there you go. She's like, look, there's two kinds of people in this world: ass fuckies and whistleblowers. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so yeah, she definitely whistle blew, uh, but that was, you know, some, some scorn divorce shit and I love it, but, um, that's, that's, it was Trump petty. Been. It was petty and I, I love it. I paid for her kids to go to school and she told, and this is the motherfucking thanks I get. Uh, but no, this is what I'm saying about Weisselberg and you guys might totally be correct. My impression is otherwise. And, uh, here's why they've been working Weisselberg over for a long time. These Things that happened this week are only when it became official. It's been a matter of public record and all over the news uh, that he's been specifically being targeted for the investigation because really he's the actual brains of the operation. He's like, remember in Ninja Turtles, the character Krang, who was like the brain that lived in the stomach of the robot and you could like see him through the little screen. I just like Trump organization is the robot. And Weisselberg is crying. I just think that for a long time, people that are the brains of the operation, they have a feeling of immunity in the world. Like they move through yeah. it as if nothing's going to touch them. And so it, sometimes it really takes the actual charges to make somebody truly flip, right? Because the idea of it is you're going to keep holding fast to that idea of like, we're untouchable. We're good. We'll figure it out. We're yep. going to get out of this. We've gotten out of everything else. And I'm not that fucking guy. And then all of a sudden charges are brought and like, guess what? You are, I know. You know. You could you could a hundred percent be right. I think that's how it went down for Michael Cohen. Um, and you also could be right because I definitely think that, like, because Cohen is going to be testifying to all this. He's already ratted on Weisselberg before, and uh, Calamari, which I thought was kind of funny. It was like classic Guinea shit. Flynn, Flynn and Stone though. Are, are the examples that Weisselberg's looking at. Yeah. Like, they didn't say shit, and they got out. I mean, Trump was also right. president. He was president exactly. then. He was president. But you was. know Trump is telling Weisselberg every day, don't worry. Another two weeks, another three weeks, I'll be right back in. Right, but this is right the thing. back in. Don't worry. Weisselberg definitely knows more than Trump. He's smarter than Trump. So it's entirely possible that he does flip just on some fuck you shit because he knows, like, I'm not going down with you. But um, I also think that the untouchable thing that you were saying is true and that 
he's not entirely wrong. Like he might know. Right. Oh, absolutely. He, so he might n- know a lot more. Well, no, he definitely does know a lot more than anyone in this room or just the average bear on how these kind of prosecutions work. Uh, I don't know if that would encourage or discourage him from cooperating, but as you and I talked about earlier, was that my understanding of tax evasion crimes, um, generally, they're pretty fucking hard to beat those charges because they don't press the charges. They don't put the charge on you until they have the paperwork because the whole crime is in the paperwork. You know, so like... If they put the charge on you, it's because they have the paperwork. And the funniest thing for me, as far as that goes, is just that supposedly, you know, obviously they cook the books. They're giving, uh, you know, whether it's cash or fringe benefits to people and then listing them on their taxes as like, this is for holiday entertainment or, you know, whatever else. And then, but they had a whole different set of books that was documentation of what all all those payments were actually for and i guess i understand that when you're working with finance at a certain level like money at a certain level you kind of have to keep accurate books for things or else it gets away from you you and you can't keep track you you do have you have to keep the the bad books Mm -hmm. so that you don't fuck up the good books you have to have that number perfect that you're covering hiding and if you don't have it exact to the penny they can discover there's a discrepancy. But how do you not? But then have you burn the bad books. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, how? Well, is... they usually always do. They usually always do, and it's finding out the code that makes them figure out how to get into the. Oh, you mean like cracking the it's cipher? It's like a secret yeah. decoder ring. You know that. Drink like, your Ovaltine. Like they were like, "What do you mean?" No, they're like, <laughs> "What are, what are we going to call Ivanka?" They're probably like, "It." Say it's an IT cost. Ivanka Trump. Like, oh, that, that's, that's a deep, good I, one. That's how deep I think their coding is. But you think that they've been able that they would be able to bring those in and then say this is what this meant? I mean, you'd have yeah. to have some way. Yeah, it would. It wouldn't matter. I mean, they could also say we like they. That's proof alone that the money was had stuff done wrong with it. But they also just have receipts that like that that dude got a free condo. The kids went to that school. Then the mom said, "No, Trump paid for that." Like, right? They have more, they have enough? Because it's also like the way that they got Cohen was that the Stormy Daniels payment was like X amount and then they pay and then he takes his personal money, pays that, and then the Trump organization pays three different checks to him that add up to that amount. So like, you know, I I don't... There's also multiple investigations going on and this one didn't... A lot of times they end the investigation as they put the charges out. This one did not do that. They put the charges out, and they're still investigating. Ends in an ongoing investigation. So this means they might have charges for four or five other people. They're just kind of waiting to see what their public statements are. Because mm-hmm. Trump just just yesterday pretty much said guilty. Like, he came out of a speech in Florida and was like, can you believe that they're coming after us for fringe benefits? For fringe benefits? No one ever got charged for fringe benefits. Who, who even knows this is illegal? It's not illegal. Everybody does this, which was an admission that he did it, which I'm sure. Right, but, but it means nothing because— that's what he's done yeah. from day one. And he's been bragging is, about cheating taxes his whole life. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, much like Bill Cosby, he doesn't think he did anything wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what he I mean? He's just being smart. Yeah, he's like, this is just what everyone's enjoying this. But basically, Ivanka and Eric are the ones in charge of the organization at the moment. 
like the last few years and say. So they're the ones in charge. They would be the ones next on the list. No, I, I, my understanding is that Ivanka, while she hasn't personally been charged yet, it's a matter of public record that Ivanka is getting charged. And they're basically talking her oh. into flipping on her dad is what they think. But she, I think she might. I don't know. I don't think so. Well, she doesn't. She doesn't need him. I don't know she, if she, she would her, flip on him or she's not. She's got but her own I billionaire, really, and his daddy's free now. So, right. But I mean, like, I think that there would probably be a similar outlook. The way that we talked about was it last week when we talked about how the, um, the Jared's family, you know, the father went to jail, and then obviously, <clears throat> who knows how, what if the cart came before the horse or whatever. But he marries the daughter of someone who becomes president and then, you know, gets um, his dad a pardon. Gets his dad a pardon. And then and distances himself from that guy immediately afterwards. Not, not, no, not immediately. Like, I just think that what you said was true last week about, like, he freaked out about the pandemic. But other than that, like, I've never no. seen Jared do any distancing other than he just doesn't put his face on camera very much I'll anymore. show you. If you looked at, if you search the news right now for right. Jared Ivanka distancing, uh-huh. you'll get about 40 re- stories because they themselves put those press releases out. No one else would know they were distancing themselves from Trump, but they, there's been news stories for the last two weeks about how they don't go to Mar-a-Lago, how they're keeping away, how they're in New York, and they're doing different things, and they're not on that path anymore. Which is funny, because New York does not want them. Which, true or not true, but I do think, like, lots of people could clue into that and then write a story about it. Like, they don't have to, like, leak that. If people see them distancing, they, you know. Yeah, but that's... but. And, but a lot of times you'll get one story for that. When there's like five or six, it's usually a press release. And it might not be. I mean, it could be. No, no, no I, I, I agree with you. I honestly, this is what I've been learning with the stock could market. Could be like Meghan Markle. It's like everything I've, <laughs> like the, the, the fake news thing, like the majority of fake news out there is definitely money related. I mean, stories about anything, like even like how great a new car, every, everything is some investor out there paying for a fake story and it's crazy how much news really is fake i know and don't you feel like you can't even like i don't know about you but sometimes if i'm going to make a purchase something i'm like well i want to look at reviews of you know whatever this product is or something if i'm going to invest a lot of money in it and i'm like i literally can't because i can't trust anything isn't coming sponsored by somebody and that's the thing is you got to read so many and same with the news if i see a news story about something and there aren't any more, I'm like, nope. Yeah. Don't going to believe that. But then at the same time, if I see 50 about the same thing, I'm like, nope. There's some weird, like, three or four. Three or four. And then a couple days later, five or ten, because they saw it and kept going. But, like, yeah. I was going to say, this is is dumb. One of the stocks I'm watching on Friday, this company came out and put a tweet out saying that they're going short on this company. Don't invest in this company. It's going to die tomorrow. Within an hour, like, guys online figured out that wasn't a real company it was one guy in thailand pretending to be a company oddly enough when he put that tweet out seven news seven different news organizations immediately had a news story about him like minutes after the tweet came out and like, like a true news story or about his fake. Press, fake. Press they, were, they were all fake they were like this research firm in asia says this and then every every comment would be like yeah that's one dude that's one blogger he's actually being investigated and on charges for fraud right now how you as a news organization how could you put this out it took me five minutes of googling to figure this out and that but that was a thing and then the price of the stock dipped within the next hour when the other news came out it shot back up and it's crazy how much people that are invested in things can control the news to change how the world moves around their fucking narrative well i mean and I, politics are the same way they basically took it from the hedge funds like, oh they're doing that we can do that shit too it's not. It's not all of it, right? But it's not that surprising. No, like, not at all. A just 
journalism as an institution has has been gutted um, on By both hedge of funds. Um, right well, but, yeah but um, for, for a lot of reasons for a lot of reasons but um but then yeah but then also uh there's a lot of fucking laziness involved in that as well and it's also like the 24-hour news cycle and the internet make it so that like these motherfuckers just need content to write about and to throw it out there and it goes back to like what you were saying about the press release thing you can almost always tell when news stories are just based on press releases because as you said earlier like if you if you if you see it in one credible news source okay but if you see it four or five times and it's a thing just about like they're distancing themselves like it's same, not the like the same a, quote right no, no no that's what i was going to say was it's not just a quote you'll see a lot of the same verbiage like sometimes entire paragraphs where you're like this no, is in the same one Paragraph, this is the same paragraph as over there. Because back when and, we used to uh, go on tour, yes. we'd get the, the weekly magazine and it would say, would, it's a cross between Public Enemy and the Beastie Boys. Yeah, and I, I would like... And I was like, yeah, Mike wrote that. Yeah, I would write all the press releases for the band. And so in different cities you'd go to, I, I would just see like, it, sometimes it, in its entirety, I'd be like, oh, this is just the press release I sent them. They did no work on this at all. You know, like They didn't even edit it. It's just print the press release you know that's, yeah so that's pretty common though. but, but right, the that's... idea that a reporter that has never seen our band play before isn't saying they say they sound like this they're saying this band sounds like this is yeah. weird you know, and that's... also like taking but credit not... for writing it and know? it's not supposed to look like a review it's just... no it's just you know letting people know or or you know sometimes it's for a show or an album or whatever it is but like it just stunned me when I first learned that some of the things you read as news are just like an individual wrote something about themselves and then a newspaper printed that shit as if it was information, <laughs> you know, or even vetted in any way. Like people selling products on the news now. Yeah, absolutely. They go on as if they're like a little, you know, side note yeah, on yeah. the show. Mention, and they're really, like, well, this it's is really an advertisement. Yeah. yeah. Didn't somebody, we just watched, I'm going to say it was John Oliver, right? Mm -hmm. Like somebody recently said, like, made a fake product. Yeah, it was a sex blanket. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And then they got all these news groups to do segments on it as yeah. if it was real. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> but back to the Trump thing that is also. I want a sex blanket, though. It had magnets in it, it, I think. You can get it. Oh, 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 okay. I don't want that one. Um, But uh, the other thing that might be. A bright spot. I don't know if this would contribute to Weisselberg flipping or anything, but it might have a bearing on both the case and him trying to run for office. Although it might motivate him to run again for office yeah. is that, um, you know, the Trump brand was already cratering. You know what I mean? It was doing really poorly a lot of hotels around the world and different buildings that had his name on them from like in new york uh in toronto panama city like just a, a lot of them have just been ripping the trump name and and even sometimes they had to go to court yeah. in each country to get the name ripped off but like essentially the reason it's uh they've been successful at that is because with the trump presidency the name, they just dragged their own name through the mud so much that basically shareholders in these companies could be like, 
dude, we're losing money because you know. of this fucking name being now, on the When building. we signed the contract, that name meant something different. And it was supposed to benefit us, and it's yeah. not benefiting us. Um, but apparently, um, it's gone down even more. Um, like, the buildings are taking the names off. Uh, fucking nobody wants to license the name anymore, which, you know, a lot of the Trump money actually comes from just licensing name. Like, those buildings that say Trump on them, he didn't build those. Most of No, them. most of it is and, a hotel that when their Marriott contract ran out, they yeah. went around looking for who they could franchise with. And just put and them. And Trump will send a packet saying, make the hotel insides look like this and put this on the outside and give us 20%. And that's and it's the just entirety a, of it. It's like, I don't know if it's most of the money, but a lot of the money of the Trump organization just comes Licensing. from branding of that name. Yeah, licensing. That's why, yeah, licensing the name. And that's, uh, you know, that's why it's like Trump Steaks, Trump Vodka, Trump Cologne, which, oh my God, can you imagine what Trump must smell like up close? Like, oh, oh. Cologne. Oh, I'd, oh, I'd rather be sodomized cologne. by pirates than fucking smell that. That just, like, oh. No, I'll take a sniff over a, a butt, Yeah, I a was buddy, like, that's... A butt jam. It's, uh, uh, it's uh, I just imagine... I'm guessing getting sodomized by pirates probably doesn't smell very good either, though. Oh, uh, you know, you know fair. They don't bathe. They don't have showers in those boats. Absolutely. It probably point, smells like Trump, so we're probably running yeah. a foot race now, here. If you thought cowboy balls were bad, pirate yeah. balls smell like fish and cowboy balls. Yeah, not to good. mention your asshole. Yeah. You yeah. know. <laughs> that too, yeah. Um, and but and nobody's selling Ivanka's clothes anymore either. Like she only sell they're, they're only sold on websites now. Like Neiman Marcus and Bloomingdale's and everywhere that had it was just like, yeah, we're done. I can't imagine what they even look like. Like I've never seen them, but her whole thing is just so gross. I, I don't have a better word for it. Gross. She's just gross. She is. And um, uh, the other thing is that you know, obviously, we all know that Trump has fucked over like every bank he's ever dealt with and oh, Deutsche was the only I think the only bank that was still willing to work with him which is super weird and I there's definitely a backstory there that none of us really fully comprehend because he's also fucked Deutsche Bank over when? multiple times and they just keep giving him more and more multi-million dollar loans like everyone, tens of millions everyone touching his accounts no longer works at Deutsche Bank though mm. they fired the fuck out of everyone that gave him a loan and then gave all their info to the government, is and, all we know. And so I believe um, he's somewhere around half a billion in debt, like some four or five hundred million. And all of those debts are coming due yeah. soon. And so I guess my point of the whole like kind of quasi rant there was just that like I, I don't know how you fight a a court case against the federal government. Which has what I think a ninety-five percent conviction. It's rate. higher. It's like if you take or it, to, like if, yeah. If you take it to trial, now, I wonder if he's allowed to sell properties while there's a case pending on it. But even if he you does, because like, that's that's the only place he could get loot to like get out of the. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's to help himself right now. But, but even if he couldn't if, do that. But even if he does, he sells things that are probably going to have to go to pay off the debt. Before no, he can saying. fight the court case, but that's what I'm saying. Like, what if he can't even pay off the debt? And so, I, no, I don't think that he can. No, that's I, that. I mean, that's I think why people were making a big deal out of it um, when he was still president, because it that makes you, you know, uh, a potential victim to extortion or some kind of espionage. And uh, 
that he doesn't have the properties or collateral no. to meet those debts. Once so once there's federal charges brought, what mm. percentage of people do you think actually take it to trial with the federal government? Oh, very few. What percent? Yeah. What percent take it to well, trial? Gotta, take it to trial. You got to think about that. Like the I'm going to say 8%. The top echelon what do lawyers. You think? I don't know. I think that predominantly, like say with everybody in, in 2008 that was involved with the financial crash, they fucking fought it. You know, like most of the time, a, a real no, billionaire. No, no federal across the board charges no, since saying, forever. What do you they think? They didn't have to fight percent, it. They weren't charged with anything. What percent people? I'm just saying most billionaires, though, are, are going to be like, well, I can get just out of this. Guess. They're yeah. not, I don't just know. Just throw out a guess. I don't know. Two percent. Oh, man. I knew it was below 10. Over 90% plead guilty <laughs> and take whatever deals they can get. Two so, percent take it to trial. So wait. So well, then let me ask you this. Of billionaires. So of people. So, maybe. but all right. But let me ask you this though, because you know, like we were saying, it's something like a ninety percent conviction rate if you take it to trial against them. I think it's almost higher, and ninety over ninety percent just plead guilty off the bat. Right. But so this is what I'm saying though: is the ninety-eight percent conviction rate ninety-eight percent of the only two percent that ever took that it to actually, trial in the first place? So it could be that's like my that ninety-eight. Right. But so that that ninety-eight percent. Is really a lot smaller than it sounds because only two percent of people ever charged. Ever Everybody take else it. already took a guilty no. plea, out. right? No, so out. it doesn't matter. So that's all convictions ultimately because the, they're admitting that they're guilty. Well, so what's that's the percentage higher. of incarceration on them. Do you think is is there any? Because for the most part, I would think that like if you got charged with taxes, they they just want to cut. They're just going to be like, here's your fine. You know, like that's the majority of financial. Oh, you in mean like for people that plead guilty, what kind of deals do they get? And is it just or do, do any of them go to jail ever, 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 ever? And do taxes put you in jail? Because some countries. Well, I mean, I'm not talking don't. about just like financial charges and tax evasion charges and all that. Shit. I'm just talking about federal charges. Yeah, okay, I mean, this yeah. is drug trafficking. Yeah, this okay. is, you know, interstate any kind of things. This is just right. the federal right. system, but not it, specific. But to it these would guys. be interesting to know what percentage of financial like quote-unquote white-collar crimes actually end in jail time because as we know bernie madoff supposedly just died in jail the sec and really his was all financial you know? doesn't do a lot of it you know like the sec normally is a fine like the idea that like yeah. the version of financial it's crime like is how fucking um if you mug, an, if you mug an old lady fines. like you take an old lady's purse start running and the sec comes and grabs you they're basically going to be like how much is in that purse let me get 10 percent Okay, bye. Like, that's the majority of financial crimes in America. Or, like, if you rob somebody, they just want 10%. And they don't give it back to the victims. They keep that shit. Yeah. Which is just fucking insane. You know? Like, if you take a cut, then, then you're not Then you're actually, a part of it. You're, yeah, you're a part of the crime. It's your organized crime. You're an accomplice. Point. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a conspiracy. Is that a theory of yours? or Two or more people? Facts. Hashtag facts. So everything Hashtag except, facts. So everything is a conspiracy except masturbation. Hashtag silver facts. Ooh. And suicide. Yeah. I guess eating. Nothing for silver facts. I mean, you know. You know what? What I Go eat don't yourself. make you poop. <laughs> so there's that. Eating. That's the one lone thing we have. And jerking it. You know, jerking it and eating. Don't do them together. That could just mess your brain up. Because it's a oh, conspiracy? If nine or? and a half weeks taught us anything, it's that food and Eat sex and jerk mix. it. Yeah, yeah, and tomatoes if, and on blowjobs. And if George Costanza taught us anything, it's just not going to work yeah, out. Well, yeah, but he was going with full-on pastrami sandwiches. Yeah, he, he went too far. That's, he oh, did take it too far. Are we in? 
Are we uh, are we ending on Costanza's pastrami sandwich? Because he was like providing oral at the time. Was oh he? yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought you said he was jerking it. Oh no, they, he was. He had a lady, and they were they they started introducing food into the bedroom, but then he went too far and. Oh. Brought meats in. Yeah, he had like a pastrami. I mean, do you guys remember that bed. Kim Basinger and Mickey Work scene with the freaking blindfold? I mean, did you watch it nine and a half weeks when you were I young? I was very young. I remember watching really? it and being and like, like, didn't she take tomatoes out the fridge and then like give him a blowjob with the tomatoes? She's blindfolded. Right. He's the one feeding her all the different foods yeah, out remember. of the fridge. Uh huh. Yeah, they like empty the whole fridge, right? And like it's. But see, this is all right. If we can just. Take a minute. Like, the 90s is so full. And that's also, I think, I have weeks is actually late 80s. But, like, the whole, like, 80s and 90s are so full of um, what was portrayed as, like, risque and so blue and so edgy that, like, once the internet came out, you were like, wow, that shit was laughable. You know what I mean? Like, it seemed I think it was laughable. I think it was, like, for me as a young girl, like, I'm relieved that this, like, what felt really risque and edgy to me at the age that I was was seeing them have this really sensual experience with a blindfold and food and how, like, it was very sexual, but they're not really actually having sex. They're having this experience of the senses. And then she, like, crawls across the floor, and there's that whole... I mean, that was just a lot for my brain, like... That's way more appropriate as a, to me as a, right, a but kid it was, coming up versus like looking at the internet now and just seeing a bunch of people fucking. You know what I mean? No, like, I completely geez, agree that like, that is I, a much healthier uh, stepping stone. No, on you the were way like, to, like, what losers? Yeah. <laughs> they thought it was edgy. They were such dorks. No, what I, I didn't even like, see a no, single butthole in no, that scene. Exactly. My, how many buttholes are we going to see in our rating system? You're like, if they're not getting ass raped by pirates, I don't want it. One to five. It, it's, it's sodomized. But uh, on one to five butthole scale, how many are we talking here? Uh, but no, I agree with you that that's the much healthier version. I'm just saying that, like, if, say, you had got caught watching that by, like, an adult, they'd be like, whoa, this is so fucked up and provocative we can't like like people were throwing a fit like other adults of that time were throwing a fucking fit at that movie like that was a republican talking point like mickey oh. rourke was a fucking pariah in sure, you know, reagan circles uh you know what i mean but it i just mean that in retrospect looking back on whether it's that movie or so many things like remember like uh, HBO's real sex or like don't you taxi think that cab like, eventually if, if it keeps going in this direction is that what people are going to say about us like yeah. are we really not even there yet and at this point they're going to look back and be like those fucking like, prudes they weren't even naked all the time what? they didn't even have transparent clothes they weren't the constantly fuck they? fucking everyone how many buttholes did they have on their body back then because I heard pre-genetic modification they had like one, one butthole and they, apiece and they pooped with it <laughs> and that's all they did most of them didn't even fuck each other in it. <laughs> what a then bunch. Then was Richard Gere. They thought that was so edgy and risque. Wait, so they didn't... Losers. All, they didn't all have gerbils in their ass all the time back then? Gerbils? What were They're they so in? small. What were I they have in? a full-grown wolf back here. What were they, they <laughs> covered wagons? <laughs> a full-grown wolf. Holy shit, Tom. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A 
but a butthole werewolf in London. An American werewolf in your butthole doesn't work. It's not landing. <laughs> I had an idea. This is so dumb, but I don't, I don't draw cartoons. But I had an idea for a cartoon a couple days ago at work, and it was just like a picture of a house, okay? And he's just sitting there happy, whatever. And then a, a full moon comes out, and then the house like has a thought bubble, like, oh shit! And then it turns into. Then the next frame is a warehouse. Like he's a boner. <laughs> it's, a, it's a warehouse. So he's a house, but then the, the sun, the moon comes out, and it's like poof, and then all of a sudden there's a warehouse. It's, a warehouse. it's not a good joke. I'm not saying it is. It but there's, you know, there's, it's like a house getting a boner. Is that is that where we're going? No, no, no. It's just the house. The, the, the full moon comes out. Oh, it's a, a warehouse. warehouse. Dear God! <laughs> and he's like, oh shit! I had to wow. full moon. It, but you did. No, you did. Full moon. Poof. A warehouse. And then all of a sudden, there's trucks and. I thought it was funny. We definitely should have ended uh, <laughs> at full grown wolf. Like I shouldn't have said more. Oh, I can I can make a worse joke. No, I mean, apparently I'm not even keeping up with the bad ones. So, like, woof. Um, woof. <laughs> um. I make puns now. It's part of the dad thing. I, you don't, hashtag I don't facts. Hashtag dadum jokes. It's very punny. All right, we ending there? Let's just end on that. I'm going back to full-grown wolf. Happy so. America. And, bu- and, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. We're recording this on the 4th of July. So you're fucking welcome, America. Or wherever you are in the world that you may be listening, Worstronauts. No, I'm saying, yeah. I understand why people want to get really loud fireworks, okay? But after midnight, you need to fuck off with that shit, man. And I, I know. Just th- I just think do them all the time. No, the, like, I have no interest in doing them is, on the 4th of July, but I do like things that blow up. Know, 20 years ago, I would have been downtown, like, having pretty. a firework battle with actual mortars across a parking lot with other people I didn't know. Which yeah, actually no, I, did, I used to do that. Yeah. But, no. Now I'm like, I'm old. I'm like, I'm in the suburbs, goddammit. Well, now you're just too aware for any of that bullshit. Nobody just, cares about the 4th of July woke? anymore. No, it's just loud. I'm like, Are you I'm, accusing him of wokeness? No, no. I, you don't have to be woke to understand that the 4th of July is stupid. It is, yes, but almost every American-born holiday is fucking stupid. All those veterans that and gave us even, the freedom to celebrate. But this is literally like the American birthday. Yes. Like, it's right, the worst. Even the, the worst in a way. Even the holidays that were born elsewhere on the planet, once America got a hold of them and just like... They ruined it. They put like, buttholes on all of them. They fucking ruined I, no, the it. The idea that, like, okay, the savior came back to life, and Americans were like, okay, then how about this? Rabbits that give you chocolate eggs. Well, we the rabbits that laid eggs was predated all of that. Is that, that was Esther's oh, really? like, were, spirit animal in the woods. I did not know that. Yeah, were, so it's, it's pagan, uh, and it predates yeah. any of Who's Christianity. That's a, that's a pagan thing? Pagan fertility. Yeah. Okay, I thought Esther was a lady in the Bible. So it's spring. But that's why it involves eggs and bunnies. It's all about fertility. Mm-hmm. Um, but They just capitalized on all of the things that existed right, already because you can't take a whole culture of people and be like, now today we do this, so we take all your beloved traditions and we put a little twist on them mm-hmm. so you'll keep the things that you love about them, but you'll ascribe to our belief system. It's just funny. So they did with all of it. Right. Like that happened at the, Constantine that, that, but that happened that at the same yeah. time as... I'll fucking kill you if you do that shit that's not from us. Yeah. It's just funny yeah, that, that, that they both existed simultaneously where in some cultures they were like, you even bring up that old shit and everybody's dead. You know? And at the well, same time, no, like, this is eh, the put a bunny on it. Is you know? It's true. You know, it's the carrot of the stick. You Con- know what I mean? Constant. Oh, more Easter jokes. That's not nah. but also, Ravage nah. stuff. But also you got to think like, it's probably outside of Catholicism that that started happening. 
because like say when Catholicism had totally taken over Europe no, there it, weren't that many pagans around us there were more pagans going on in, no um, it's, it's Constantine the in Great in England yeah. it literally happens in Rome Constantine the Great did it it's fucking basically when they used to feed Christians to lions as like a punishment just for being Christian eventually it starts like as Christianity grows in the Roman Empire it starts to kind of tilt the scales and there's uh, like kind of a, a borderland I don't think it was a full on civil war or anything but like Constantine sees what's happening and he's like polytheism is on his way out so he basically superimposes the two things on each other and that's why almost every Christian holiday is like is oh pagan rituals so, so pa- a, pagan rituals with a christian branding the idea pagan so, symbolism and rituals so somewhere long ago in fucking constantinople you're saying that there was like a whiteboard where they were like okay what about this one they're like throw bunnies on it now what no. about this one this no, one no. we're gonna do um like no this. they already had the bunnies on it it was already the yeah. spring it's the equinox right it's spring it's the returning of fertility it's the new growth now, it's yeah, all the yeah, things yeah, already Esther, existed Easter. No, I'm bu- Esther, but Easter no, exactly no. they already existed now, if you look it's at like a- if you look at the fat uh, Buddha right the big fat Buddha that you see that's bald with all the money around him mm-hmm. That's not Shakyamuni Buddha. Shakyamuni Buddha never even ate for a long time. He starved himself. But they're not going to take away the god of wealth from the Chinese when you move Buddhism in there. So you keep him and people are like, oh, when I walk into a Chinese restaurant, I see a big fat Buddha there. That's now, not Are you suggesting that like back in the day then, like in those years mm-hmm. after that, say at the Vatican in the big mm-hmm. square where they do stuff. Mm-hmm. You think they were showing out bunnies and Easter eggs and chocolate eggs? Like, I would think that was a much later not, thing. No, not in the way that we do it. And that's yeah. what I meant about when America gets its hands on anything, it just makes it into the monetized, capitalized version. So, like, America didn't put the bunnies and the eggs in it. What they did was monetize, like, oh, we dye the eggs and you buy this basket of candy and that represents this and take away all the context of from the what fact an egg represents. It's a fertility or, or what a bunny represents because. Because it sounds ridiculous when you're like, oh, the bunny and the eggs. You're like, well, bunnies don't lay eggs. But it's like, no, they're both symbols of fucking fertility, bro. And Esther's And Esther. But secularism, Mm -hmm. like the rise of secularism in like the 20s and 40s and such, I would think would lead to a lot of it. Like where a corporation's like, well, how can we sell this to everybody? You're like, well, I put a bunny on it. That doesn't bother anybody. You know, like, let's just sell this holiday to all the people. No, I'm sure, it was like, already no, a pagan really holiday. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm saying, yes, that that too. But, just like the Christmas tree, the evergreen tree, and lighting yeah. the candles at Christmas time and all of those things. They, they already existed. Yes. And, and many Christians that. were against them it was for the a light long time. Going away even the, the light myth, returning. Even and, the myth of Christ returning from the dead and all of that, those those go way back before all of it. Yeah, but, but then they go away. And so when they come back, there's usually for a reason too. Like say, like the idea that bunnies and that that was it, a thing. It's, but it's when world we're, domination. But when we're 300 years after That's that, the reason. three or 400 years after that, and the pagans have, are all long dead, that that gave those ideas. Mm-hmm. The new people aren't. They don't even know that they're a pagan idea. They're just doing what their friends around them are doing. Well, yeah, it's like Santa Claus. You know, like, well, my kid says, what's that? But I'm if like, somebody well, came in tomorrow and said, you know what? We're taking away Santa Claus. The new thing is this. Nobody's going to go for it, right? So you monetize and capitalize on what the cultural significance of Santa Claus is. Yeah. You don't just take it away and replace it with something else because nobody's going for that. And, just, and you're trying to control the small mind, right? You're trying to control one. the person that's not thinking about any of the stuff. And this is just what we do every year. And I smell the food that my mom cooks every year. And, you know, it's See, nostalgia Claus. and it's... It's memories and it's a feeling of security. It's another so weird you one. You keep that part. Because like Santa Claus, you can't bring that on Constantine. 
you know, because it's from much after. It's farther after, and right. it's like a conglomeration of all these other little legends that that, that they couldn't right. get Saint Nicholas, though, it did come yes. from. Yes. yes. I mean, that's that, yeah. still the Catholic but tradition. But like the idea that what we all think of when we say Santa Claus was a guy that worked for Coke Drew. Yeah. You know, like the idea. No, that the first visual image of Santa Claus comes from Coca-Cola. Yes. Was, was that. that we know it now. Sure. But like St. Nicholas way predates that. But even, you know, like the original version of Christmas has nothing to do with what it is now. No. And the idea is like just I think that there's there's one part of it that is corporate secularism from like the 30s and 40s of like Absolutely. how can we sell that to somebody without offending somebody else and they were like yeah fuck it right and that's what Absolutely. I mean about the Americanized version like even so it's like you know like 4th of July Thanksgiving you know I'm sure a few other Arbor Day these are American holidays they were born here Arbor at, Day? At, 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 yeah. Arbor Day you get the tree at school you take it home and you never um, it. Flag Day would you be more happy with that analogy? Um, Patriots Day or in there one no, of those. so but my yeah. point is like obviously you know those holidays are super garish just in the way that the fucking American flag itself is uh, but even when my point was it even when we get our hands on holidays like Easter and Christmas and so forth that way predate America existing once you get it into America it goes through the like monetized capitalism metamorphosis of like just how can we make this about nothing else except just naked commercialism play in Peoria yeah essentially it's it's a funny thing that it's these two people exist at the same time like one person can say like both arguments of like this is so we can get more people into Christianity and then another person in Christianity will be like they're using these things to take people away from Christianity it's not about Santa it's about Jesus it's not about rabbits it's about Jesus and like and they're totally two different people, but they can both have the argument Absolutely. have exactly like make sense to them and every you know like you know why? Because this is America, buddy, yeah. and we have free speech, and it's the fucking Fourth of July, and this fucking show is over. On behalf of Adam Strange, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger, myself, Valio Iglesias, and Silvery Plath, Woko Ono, Alicia Silverstone, you have been rocking with the worst. We're going to go eat some motherfucking hot dogs and watch fireworks. Veggie dogs. Because because two wrongs don't make a right, but three wrongs definitely make a worst. That, like, bonus.